Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. It's Friday, and man, oh man, we've got some stuff to talk about. And you know what? I couldn't help myself with this one. There are so many... We God, you guys know this because you know me. Um, there's so many crazy things that happen out there in the world, and this is probably... And most recently, one of like the fucking scariest things I think that to like contemplate. So you guys have all heard about AI, um, artificial intelligence. There's like that chat GPT that I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly. I just know it's some kind of form of AI. And man, oh man, we've got access to technology nowadays that people couldn't even understand a hundred years ago. Like, if you went back in time and explained to somebody 100 years ago the shit that you carry in your pocket every day that you go to work and every day you go anywhere, they'd probably, like, their head would probably explode. You know, they couldn't fathom the idea of having something like that. Like, you mean you have something to add up, you have a flashlight, you can contact anybody, you can, you know, you can see that person, you can take pictures of things. Like, can you imagine trying to explain that to, like, a... I don't even know, like it's what, it's 2023, go back 100 years, 1923, and explain somebody in the Prohibition era that, you know, oh, not only do we have booze, dude, but we have booze that's a powder, we have this thing called, you know, like it just, I don't know, dude, well, not like, it's just, it's crazy. So, artificial intelligence, man, there is a... I will link a story to this episode because you can't not at least like read this. It came out March 29th of this year. Elon Musk and other tech leaders call for the pause and out of control AI race. So I'm sure you guys, if you're on any kind of social media, even YouTube, whatever, you might have seen the clip where Elon Musk was pretty much warning us like we need to stop. Like we need to stop because... We, I think, I think us is a, not really a civilization, but like as a, well, I have to be a civilization, I guess. Um, we, I think we've delved into something that for one, we don't much understand. And for two, that I think we got way in over our heads, man. When you've got people like, well, I mean, everybody already thinks this dude's an alien. So if you got somebody like this, that is just like a, I mean, the guy's like a, Oh, I mean, billionaire, Twitter owner, Tesla owner, like the dude's smart. If he's saying like, hey, you know, we need to chill. And several of the other like big tech companies are all saying like, hey, like all out pause. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but it might be too late. Um, once you once you start getting into stuff like this, like I don't even know what to call it. Processing power or just like the the idea of introducing a system that will not only self-preserve itself, I guess, but AI is created to constantly update itself and to constantly teach itself. You know, it takes everything in and it learns from that. Can you, I mean, wrap your head around that. Like, you know, us as humans, if you want to study for it, if you want to pass a test, you got to study for it, right? Can you imagine if you had like a brain that could process shit as fast as some of these modern AI and just be able to be like, boom, okay, in a day or in a week or whatever. I mean, it's it's literally, it's just literally insane. But yeah, this whole AI thing, like here's some of the stuff from, um, from this article. Like I said, yeah, I think I have to at least check it out. So 
This is from CNN Business. Some of the biggest names in tech are calling for an artificial intelligence labs to stop training of the most powerful AI systems for at least six months, citing, quote, profound risk to society and humanity. Elon Musk was among several the dozens of the tech leaders, professors, and researchers who signed the letter, which was published by the Future of Life Institute, a nonprofit. The letter comes back just two weeks after OpenAI announced GPT-4, that's that chat thing I was saying, an even more powerful version of the technology that underpins the viral AI chatbot tool. An early test had a company de- demo. The technology was shown drafting lawsuits, passing standardized exams, and working on a building website from a hand-drawn sketch. And it says, let's see here. Here we go. Advanced AI could represent a profound change in the history of life on Earth and should be planned for and manage with the commensurate care and resources. The letter said, unfortunately, this level of planning and management is not happening. Even though recent months have, we've seen or have seen AI labs locked in an out of control race to develop and deploy even more powerful digital minds that no one, not even their creators can understand, predict or reliably control. Yeah, man, isn't that, that's some like, that's some like movie shit, man. Like you think of like Terminator or, you know, like the eyes of the machines or, <clears throat> Just any kind of whatever. I would say, like, I, I think I can confidently say whoever in the world could harness a, like, the most powerful AI, like, I don't know, like the overlord, like the supreme AI overlord of the world. If any one power controlled that, dude, say goodbye, man. Because if you, if you have something that could potentially predict and, I mean, just, do whatever and constantly evolve from that con and you know what because it's just like in the scary movies man these things create backups for themselves you know what do you do when you get a new phone you back up all your you back up all your memory you back up all your shit so the next time you get a new phone boom it's right there what do you think that ai is going to eventually do it's going to figure out a way to back itself up into whatever else and then it'd be you know it'd be like trying to to destroy one ai or one intelligence system, you know, think about it as like, you know, trying to break a hundred parts of it or a hundred computers that are all linked to it. But then when you find out they're all linked together, like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? But yeah, it's definitely, definitely something insane to think about. Um, like I was talking about going back in time and telling these, you know, either, you know, let's go back even farther, man, go back to like people that were discovering the country and like the first settlers and things like that. And can you imagine what would, you know, how you would affect somebody if you were to show them like what we have today. It is truly like mind melting. I I could just see them like, I don't even know who knows what would happen. You you ever heard of spontaneous combustion, (laughs) but no, it is, it is insane to think that we're creating these things that are kind of, which I mean, they said that's out of our control. I mean, once you, once you get a machine or something that's able to think for itself in a high manner of intelligence, man, Shit's going to get scary, dude. I, I did see the, like, the chat GPT thing. That, like, I did see a little TikTok or something where it was like South Park had already made fun of it. And I forget what it was. I forget what character it is. Clyde, maybe. He's, like, texting his girlfriend. And she, like, says something. He's like, yeah, see, all I have to do is take what she texts me and put it into chat GPT. It replies. I take its reply and send it to the person. And I was just like, damn, dude, that's. 
that's some shit that's going to happen. Or before you know it, the person you think you're talking to is just some fucking computer, dude. Not that it's, you know, not that most of the time when you're on the internet, it's not some random person behind a screen eventually anyway, but this, it'll just be an indefinite number of screens because it'll always just be the AI. But yeah, I don't know. The, the thing is, is our technology controls so much nowadays that if you could control the technology, I think that you could overtake pretty much anything in the world. I mean, if you take over the internet and the cell phones, do people in this day and age would lose their shit because it's all online. Everything's internet now. You know what I mean? Your banking information, all your bills, anything and everything you do. I mean, you know, hardly ever, hardly ever do people, I mean, yes, people still have cable television, but I mean, look at the amount of people that have streamed and rely on the internet for all their TV watchings. And I mean, literally, yeah, la la la. Look at the computers in your brand new cars that, you know, sync your phone up to it and do all this crazy shit and have all these cameras. Like, it's anything and everything that you touch or around most of the time nowadays, unless you live against these things, which, I mean, you know, that's why people live in the fucking wild, man, and live off the grid. But a, ma a vast majority of the people in this entire world rely on these things. And if you were to have a way to control those things, you're going to control the people, unfortunately. You know, we've hit that, like, technological soft age in the last 20 years where, you know, anything and everything that's coming out is to make shit easier, right? Like, oh, man, that's why all this stuff come out. They're like, oh, you know what would make backing a car up easier? Oh, if you could see the back of your car through a camera, you know. It, why was it invented or why was it put there? To make it make it easier. Same with your cell phones. Well, what if people, you know, they also want to see their person they're talking to? Oh, you know what? We could do like a like a video chat, like FaceTime or whatever it is. Like anything that they're advancing is to make it easier and things like that. But it's also, I think it makes you more susceptible to problems if you don't have those things, right? So I don't know, man. So you, you take somebody that, you know, say you just take a average day, average aged person right now, say in, in their mid-30s. And you just yank them off the street, chances are is like they're going to have their phone. They're going to, you know, chances are they're probably pulling out an iPhone. Um, you know, they've got their ID or their wallet on there. Most of, most people do, Apple Pay. So, you know, you take them off the street. You know, probably guy's got a smartwatch. The guy or girl has probably got a smartwatch, smartphone, you know, things like that. So a lot of their life is connected to these two devices. You go out to some just wilderness, like backwoods shit. And you pull somebody out of there, a guy or girl, that doesn't do, you know, maybe just modern tech isn't their thing, right? You know, they got a landline and cable. They don't have a cell phone. You put those two people together and you give them the same amount of, or you give, you take away the other guy's phone and the watch and all the fucking technological shit and watch that, see how that person reacts versus the person that doesn't have those things. It'll be like watching somebody on drugs, man. I mean, I've seen... I'm not going to lie. I've seen some things in my life, <clears throat> some good, some bad. Um, drugs and alcohol are a terrible thing to see your friends go through, especially at horrible levels. And I mean, we all have our stories, man. And, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that anybody's innocent. But, yeah, it's like it's like seeing somebody go through like fucking addiction, man, like that. It's because technology is so addicting. You know, you always want the, you know, what happens when a new iPhone comes out, dude? Fucking hundreds of people line up for it because it's new. It's the same phone, but it's new. It's the next, it's the next year's version. It's got to be better. So yeah, it's like, it's just insane seeing 
what technology has done to our civilization and our people as a whole. Some people thrive off of it, man, and some people are not so much. I mean, look at all the dumb shit that happens from social media as far as like the challenges with kids. I just seen, so I, like I said before, I live in Ohio and my huge condolences go out to this family. Um, unfortunately, a family's son had passed away from doing a Benadryl challenge. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, what are you, what are these kids even, how do they even get this stuff? You know what I mean? I guess a challenge was involving, um, drinking a bunch of Benadryl, I guess. I don't know. I, I remember like when I was in school, kids would do stuff like that, but it was like cough medicine and, you know, like Robitussin and, and, you know, when I was in school 15 years ago, the medicine was a lot different than what it is today even. But yeah, big, it just, it just kills me seeing stuff like that. And, you know, like I said, big condolences to that family and everything that's happening in their life right now. But, you know, things like that, they, I don't know, man, like, where does it come from? Why do these people, why are they doing these things? And I don't know. You almost wonder, I've always been, I've always had the idea of like, you know, a seed being planted, right? Like I'm sure everybody's had at least this thought before, but a seed being planted in someone's head and then pretty much that grows into an idea and then that idea and grows into whatever. And then that's like, that's like what happens, you know, like end event, like the end goal is always the same. If you, you know, when you plant the seed, like, you know, that you're doing this because you want this outcome and you just wonder, man, like where, where are these people saying, where are these kids seeing this shit, you know? And if they didn't have, some of the stuff that we have today, would that even be a problem? Look at the, look at all the shit with the Tide Pods, dude. The internet blew up over it. And then it seemed like it got more popular. And I'm like, dude, what? I just don't, I don't get it. Like, you know, it's toxic, you know, it's going to hurt you, but you're going to do it anyway. You know, go back a hundred years. Kids didn't have that shit, dude. No. What were they doing? They're probably outside picking up sticks and either if they weren't getting beat with them, they were picking them up. You know what I mean? And, and I don't know. It's just a, it's just a big change. Like I said, technology has benefited us as mankind um, immensely, but I think it's hurt us just as much or a little more. I mean, when you try to oversimplify things, I mean, ultimately I think in the end it's gonna, it's just not gonna end up good. I mean, of course it'll be good for a short amount of time, but once that starts running out, man, you know, where, where do you go next from, where do you go next from that? You know what I mean? But yeah, this, this whole AI thing, man, you know, you never know what's gonna, you never know what's gonna happen in the world. You know what I mean? Um, from all the shit, like, look at like the last, I don't even know. I can't even put a number on it because it seems like it's been going on far longer. The events that have taken place in the last handful of years make it seem like it has been way longer than it really has. Like say the last five years, all the crazy shit that's come out on the fucking internet and the, you know, the presidency and the COVID and all this crazy ass shit, dude, you know, you had, I talked about it before government agents stepping up and whistleblowing on things like aliens and shit like that. But yeah, you just, you have so much going on that it is, it's just like, I don't know. It's like tough to imagine, man, that all this shit's happened in just in several years. And it feels like it's been way longer. I mean, COVID felt like it was forever long, all this shit going on. You know, you had the States fighting back, you know, States trying to push this and mandate that. And, 
like all the shit with the vaccines and everything. You had the presidency with Trump and Biden. You had, like I said, all the other shit comes out. I mean, it's fairly, obviously it's new, but it still meets that vicinity of the last couple of years. (laughs) It just, it's just mind blowing, man. All the fucking gun control, all the stuff for um, trans rights and things like that, which I'm not even going to get into that, dude. It's just, it is just insane. You know what I mean? It is literally just insane. The amount of shit that has happened in the last handful of years. Like what, what really happened to us? You know, like when I say planting that seed, where does some of this shit come from? You know what I mean? I just, I don't, I don't understand it, but yeah. Um, what a crazy, crazy world we live in, dude. I've been, I've been on one. Today's been a really good day recording. We just uh, recorded one for, well, you guys hopefully already listened to it from Tuesday. It was a lot of fun talking about D&D and video game stuff. And I said, you know what, dude? What is, uh, what's like, what's a video game you play in real life? Oh, AI, artificial intelligence. What a, like I said, what a crazy, crazy ass fucking world we live in, man. All right. I did find, so I had to pause real quick. I had to find something. Um, I wanted a little bit more context for this. So I, this is kind of crazy. So there's a book. It is called The Future of Life. Well, I don't know if it's, I'm pretty sure it's a book. Um, it is 12 aftermath scenarios of things that could happen um, with the future of AI. So it says you can, I will also post this. So you guys can check this out. It says you can find a quote unquote cheat sheet of these aftermath scenarios on the Future of Life website. Below, I have summarized them in my own words, not me. This is a website speaking or writing, I guess, whatever. Anyway, I read through like the first one of these and I was like, oh shit, I'm just going to have to go over all 12 of these. So let's, uh, let's just jump right into this. And like I said, these are, these are just things that I guess it is a, a, a book in 2008, Teg Mark put published a book or 2018, I'm sorry, published a book called entitled, Life 3.0, being human in an age of artificial intelligence. So I guess the writer was intrigued with by so-called aftermath scenarios and yada yada. Let's get right into them. Let's see uh, Let's see what our future holds. So the top one on the list, libertarian utopia. This is the best case scenario. Instead of AI taking over the world, it coexists peacefully alongside humans. Think of human and cyborg chorus joining hands to sing Kumbaya. So, okay, like that. Now, I'm going to chip in, I guess, with these and with my own two cents. I do not think that it'd it'd be, I guess it'd be like a literal flip of a coin whether AI would want to coexist with humans. You know what I mean? It's like, I think it's 50-50. So I don't know. I, I think we would have an even chance at that. I don't think it would be favored one way or the other. Uh, benevolent dictator compared to the utopia above. This is a bit of a demotion for humans here. A powerful and complex AI runs society and imposes rules on humans, but most humans are okay with it. I see this happening. I don't see us being okay with it. I really don't, but that's just me. And, and if I say some of this stuff, I don't think any of these other ones are okay. It says egalitarian utopia. Hopefully I said that right. Sort of a futuristic socialism. This is where humans and cyborgs coexist peacefully due to the elimination of personal property and a guaranteed income. Welcome, comrades. So 
yeah, I don't, I, some of these are kind of crazy to think about. I don't even know what I think about that. Gatekeeper. The quote-unquote gatekeeper scenario makes me think of a sheriff from the Old West. It stays out of people's business as much as possible. Its primary role is to prevent other superintelligence from rising up and possibly taking over the world. Helpful robots and human-machine cyborgs exist, but their advancement is forever stymed, as Tegmark puts it, by the gatekeeper. I don't know. That's that's also an interesting theory. Protector God. Here we have a godlike AI entity that greases the skids for human happiness by letting us feel like we're in control of our destiny. It operates behind the scenes, so to speak, to the point that some humans doubt its very existence. I do not see that happening. Um, what ha- When you start getting smarter, you always... I think like in the events of like AI, if it starts getting hungry for power i don't think that it's just gonna sit back and mind its own business i think it'd be more along the lines of like all right well we're gonna we're just gonna i don't know man i I don't see that happening all right enslave god from a storytelling standpoint i consider the enslave god scenario to be a power keg wait powder keg waiting to explode this is where we have a super intelligent AI that's actually confined by humans. We harness it using its advanced capabilities to produce technology and wealth for ourselves. I do not see that happening. AI, I think AI would outsmart its way out of it. I mean, that's what it's built to do. Conquerors, buckle up. We're getting into the AI takeover and the world domination scenarios. Here, artificial intelligence begins to view humans as a threat, a nuisance, or a waste of resources. So it seizes control, eliminating mankind in the only way we can imagine. Good material for you sci-fi writers. Yeah, well, that was parentheses. But yeah, definitely. Um, Terminator, dude. That can fucking happen, man. Descendants. In this aftermath scenario, artificial intelligence replaces humans as dominant life form on the planet, but in a graceful way, a passing of the torch, if you will. We look upon AI the way proud parents would view a super intelligent child going out into the world. Yeah, I don't think that humanity would just pass over the torch to the next thing that's going to outlive them. No fucking way, dude. At least I wouldn't. Zookeeper, an all-powerful AI, takes over the world, but it doesn't kill humans off completely. It keeps some of us around, the chosen few, in a captive state similar to zoo animals. Yeah, I could see that definitely happening. Just everybody being confined and, you know, AI running the cyborgs roaming the world and we're just kind of, you know, chained to an island or whatever. 1984. This aftermath scenario is named for George Orwell's novel of the same name. It borrows a central idea from the book as well. Here, human authorities create a kind surveillance state to ban AI research, fearful of its capabilities. I think that's something that we should have did a long time ago, and now it's too late. Like, we we could have put a cap on it, but nah, we just ran it full bore. That's why we're here talking about this now. Reversion. Put your car in the garage and break out the horse and buggy. Humans have been have seen the terrifying potential of AI and superintelligence and want nothing to do with it. We we adopt anti-tech views, reverting back to the pre-industrial, pre-technological society in the style of the Amish. So I think that that would honestly be the best way to combat it. But we're too far now, dude. That's out of the fucking question, man. If you wanted to do that, you should have started making changes 20 years ago, dude, when the computer was just first getting discovered. Because, I mean, somebody, surely somebody as crackpot as me back then was like, hey, dude, sometime this shit's going to get crazy. But, yeah, I, I think that would be the most ample way to deal with it. But I don't think I think we're past the point of no return. Self-destruction is last one. 
I'll to I'll just defer to Tag Mark on this one. Superintelligence is never created because humanity drives itself extinct by other means. Say nuclear and no biotech mayhem fueled by the climate crisis. I like it once again, dude. They say is never created. It is too late. It is too late, man. It's already been created. The damage is done. Now we're just gonna reap what you sow, man. You you don't uh. You don't play with fire and not get burnt. You know what I mean. You don't burn a building. You, you don't start a fire on a building and then expect it to not burn down, dude. That's just that's just how life is, man. But yeah, what a what a crazy list of shit, dude. It's just uh, it's kind of honestly hard to think about a living in a society where you would coexist with a cyborg or an artificial intelligence person, and um, it's just crazy because. I don't even know. It's like kind of leaving me speechless just to think about it. I mean, imagine walking down the street, man, and you're looking at these people, but 30% of these people are just cyborgs. I mean, hell, that could be the instance now. You know, you never know, man. I've met some people that act like a robot. You know, you're like, oh, God, you're you're a robot. You're an alien. I don't know what the hell's going on with you. And I mean, hell, they could be living among us now. You never really know. And honestly, wouldn't that just be like the most clutch play ever? Everyone's like, oh, we got to stop this AI shit. And what it is is there's already an AI controlling all of the other stuff, and it's already like infiltrated our people. And there's several people out there with these cyborgs, and we're just now thinking we're catching on to it. But you know what? What's artificial intelligence do? It's always one step ahead of the game. But yeah, it's just like one big giant overlord computer looking over the entire everything. I mean, you never know. I, the thing is, is the chances of me being right and the chances of me being wrong are probably about the same, to be honest with you, because you just you never know, dude. There could be robot people out there, man. There's already, I mean, look at that. It was on uh, the news there a couple years back. Um, oh, fuck, I can't remember. It, w- it was like it wanted citizenship for the country it was in. And, it's like, and then it joked about taking over the world. Dude, that was years ago. You know, where's that robot at now? Did it grow hair, do its makeup, and blend in with the rest of us? I guess we'll never know. But, uh, all right, I think that's all I got today for Crazy Batshit Friday Deep Dive. Because, you know what, dude? It's a scary world out there, man. It's only going to get scarier, especially for, with some of the shit that we're dabbling in. But, yeah, this has been fun. I really like this. I, I, I tell you what thinking outside of the box and going on these like crazy deep dives and just really kind of thinking to myself and just broadcasting what I think to you guys is probably some of my, some of my favorite stories or some of the stuff that I do on Fridays. Um, cause you don't really, I mean, I'm not saying I don't do the prep work. Like I, I read stuff before I record, but you know, mind you, I'm not spending hours and hours researching this stuff. I'm just, I'm trying to, I guess, I don't know. I'm just trying to get, have a backboard to bounce my ideas off of. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. There's a it's a crazy life out there we live and keep your eye out for the robot people, man. They're they're out there. Beep, beep, boop, beep. But uh yeah, it's been fun. It's been Friday. The weekend's here. Hopefully we're hunting mushrooms this weekend. I'm taking some time off work, my wife and I. That's why I had to get the recording done. She has been house sitting for her mother for a week and I have been a little lonely. So I am excited for her to be back and excited to go out mushroom hunting. So it's going to be a lot of fun. If you guys are familiar with mushroom hunting, morels, send me some pictures, man. I'm excited. I actually, I'm going to be putting together a little video for 
I don't know, whenever I, f- I found one, <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to put a little video together. So hopefully at the end of the end of our season, I can upload that. And like I said, if you guys got pictures stuff, send it in, man. I'd love to see if you guys are picking morels, man. Even if, oh, there's my favorite time of the year, right? When the spring comes in, the fish start biting, the mushrooms start popping up, man. Oh boy, it's going to be a good year. I'm excited. But yeah, that's all I got. Make sure you tell all your friends about Rockhound Radio. You get on there, um, follow me anywhere you follow podcasts, rate and review anywhere you can follow, or, or I'm sorry, rate and review anywhere you can rate and review, Apple, Spotify, all those good things. And you guys are awesome. Like I said, don't forget to check out, I don't know, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all those places. I'm always there. You know, shout out at me, send me a message, do what you have to do. Like I said, it's the weekend. Let's get started and let's have a good time. I will see you guys uh, next week.